Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Surge Podcast. It is Joe, myself, and Craig. We are here on World's Weekend. We have finally made it. We hope that you are excited to watch the World Championships happen. This will go out on the first day of the event. So hopefully you have the ability to keep track and you're excited. Um, we have a great show for you this week. It's going to include a little bit of news and obviously a lot of speculation as to what we may see during World's Weekend. But before we move into those conversations, Joe, how are you feeling today? We recorded about, what, Tuesday, about 5 p.m. Uh, I am feel kind of tired. I traveled this past weekend, and I'm still recuperating from lack of sleep and travel. Yeah, better catch up so you're not sick. That's what you want to dodge. Yeah, that would be, would be ideal. That's what happens to me, I feel like, when I travel. I move around too much. Regardless of if I get my sleep, like it just always gets me. So yeah, hopefully you're catching up on that. But travel went well, though? Uh, I made it there and back in one piece, yeah. That's a win. That's well, absolutely a win. It was just like so much visual fatigue. Like Not that I was like tired, but like you know when you like, stare at a monitor for too long? Oh, yeah. I hate driving, dude. Yeah. I hate it. I mean, like, I, I really don't look forward to long drives at any point. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm really not. not. I don't vibe with them. I'd rather drive still, but like, I'd rather be the driver than be in the car. But, man, I just... Ugh. So I feel you on that. I don't drive as much as you do, though. Everything else, though, going okay? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, we will. we will take it. Uh, you and I did get to go play weeklies last week. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping that this week is this week going to stay the same. Did we go? Did we go is the question. I, I, I should, I think. I'm, I'm just saying because we're recording on Tuesday. So by the time this goes out, league would have already happened. It, as long as workday goes fine. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't be able to. That's fair. Yeah. Well, you got to play your meow meows. I got to play. 100 metal energies. Uh, so, I, I, honestly, I'm, we're just going to do the exact same thing again, probably. You might play Piggies, I guess. Yeah, maybe. But I'll probably play the same old slap down a Magnazone, slap down a Dialga, and pray. That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, we got, obviously, we got Worlds this week. It's the biggest weekend of the card game, biggest weekend of uh, the Pokemon brand, other than maybe a main title release. I'm going to hit the basic news first, and then obviously we can jump into all of our conversations and debates about what we may see. So big pieces of news. Um, One thing that's going to be very quick here and notable. Anyone who was worried about Charizard being a pricey card, there will be a premium collection that will be $40 coming out on October 20th. Uh, This will have a different artwork of the Charizard EX. And honestly, the only reason that this is notable is the fact that it'll lower the cost of a popular card, which is something that we have been really high on for Pokemon in general. Anytime you make a good card and you make it affordable, it is a good thing all around. Would you agree with that? Yeah. So that'll be coming out middle to late October. Um, For Worlds, TPCI announced something called the Fantasy Team Contest. Have you seen this, Joe? No. Ooh, you're gonna like you're gonna do this after the show because I already did this for my, my uh, player account. 
So TPT, TPCI, it's essentially fantasy. It's a fantasy draft for Worlds this weekend. And essentially the way it works is you log in, and I have my team pulled up here, and you pick from a selection of cards, and you pick five cards, and you get points based on, I believe, how many times those cards show up in a top eight list. So however you select it, that is how this works. And you don't get to pick like... Like, for example, for the first card you pick, it had to be a V-Star, then a V-Max, then a Radiant, then an EX, a V, a non-V. You get one of each of those. And you get points based on how prevalent they are in the top eight. So if you haven't yet, I think this is a little cool thing. I did it for the video game as well, although I don't watch as much of the video game. Uh, If you end up placing in the top 100 you will receive a Obsidian Flames booster display box and an Umbreon sitting cuties plush. So, I mean, it's not like it's anything crazy, but it's there and it's free. And the top finisher in each category will get one of those giant feels. The other one Nick has? Like, yeah, the, the booster display box? Like, the booster box? I think it's, I think it's just... A, it says booster box display box. The picture shows, shows packs, but I don't know if they're just shipping out 100 booster boxes. Okay. I Honestly, though, but like that's not even the point. It's just like a fun little thing, right? You go pick your cards. Like for me, here's what I drafted. V-Star, uh-huh. I picked Arceus. V-Max, I picked Mew. Radiant, it was Greninja. EX was Gardevoir. V, which was probably the toughest one for me, I went with Genesect. Um, and then my non- rule box Pokemon, I went with Manaphy. Because I feel like I feel like Manaphy shows up pretty much everywhere. Um Genesect V, I was thinking about like Luminion and some other stuff, but I if there's Muse in the top eight, Genesect V is gonna be a, quite a valuable selection. Um so this is a fun little thing. And I recommend that you do it, Joe, and I recommend that viewers do it because it's free. It takes about two minutes and just like fantasy football, fantasy sports in general, if you play those, you kind of get like an added an added reason to maybe cheer something on or to watch something when you otherwise wouldn't have or or have as much investment. So this is just a little baby version of that. I think it's I think they should do it every year. I think it's pretty cool. Any comments on it? Uh it it's interesting, but it sounds like it'd be a huge like kerfuffle, but eh. It's just fun. And like at the end, like the tiebreaker is what will the final number of combined cards be in the discard piles of each player during the Masters Division Finals? So like at the end of the final game, how many cards are in the discard in total? So I think it's cool. But that's that. Um, We also got the promo revealed for Worlds and I hope this is a trend that never ends. You sent me a picture of this, Joe. I saw it as well. It is called Paradise Resort, and it states, the retreat cost of each Psyduck in play is a colorless less. We need to keep cards like this for Worlds promos. Why? Because it's it's fun, and you're not going to have some Champions Festival nonsense going on. It's funny. Yeah, funny. Like, it's not going to be... Pl- like, like, next year... Give me a trainer that reduces the retreat cost of Rockruff. I don't know. A Pokemon that you're not that isn't gonna be meta defining. Sorry. 
maybe not meta defining but like i like this i like this idea of just a playful card that isn't going to be something that people are searching for or glc or things like that i don't know what's your opinion do you have an opinion on paradise resort no i really don't i just that's how i feel about it i think it's cool the fact that it's psyduck themed is funny and it's not going to be a sought after card because there's the other one that heals 10 i believe there's champions Uh, and then there's no there's charlie there's tropical beach and champions festival yeah I think one was draw until a certain amount of cards and then end turn. That's Tropical Beach, yep. <clears throat> and then Carnival, I think Champions Festival is the heal 10 one. And those are cards that could be played, and you could argue they should be played, but I think if you got an invite to Worlds, you should get a card that's more of a memorabilia than it is played. Other things announced in terms of cards, we... Are going to have a price drop in Guardi. We all have a premium collection that involves Gardevoir and Elect- or Magnezome. Um, we got the official name or artwork of the Raging Surf set for Japan. And it shows Groudon. I didn't expect to see Groudon. Groudon, Tapu Koko, Garchomp, Golden Go, and Jirachi. So that's on, the, that's on that. We haven't gotten any cards from that set. I'm excited to see. We get a Groudon Kyogre EX maybe. That'll be pretty cool. And then finally, something that I think you will be more interested in than any of this stuff, Joe, is did you see in the direct the the announcement of the TCG show? Yes. If you haven't seen the direct, which happened today as of recording, again, recording on Tuesday, so it happened in the morning, revealed a lot of DLC stuff, a bunch of random things. Along with that, though, they announced a miniseries called Pokemon Path to the Peak. It'll debut its first episode. Uh, on August 11th, and it follows the journey of a young girl who moves to a new town and finds a group of friends in the form of a Pokemon club and kind of shows, from what we understand, like a feel-good partner, friendship, trading card game-related story. Um, The animation looks great. How do you feel about it? It looks good. Uh, Interesting name to use, Path to the Peak. (laughs) <laughs> shout out to Path the Peak so uh, I, I thought that was a very interesting choice for a name for the series but it looks really good this is something I feel like you really enjoy watching like those like shorter like series like this yeah it, it's some really interesting animations where they'll actually take battle animations during the card game and make it almost like a like a anime fight yeah yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I think it's a, it's going to be a good heartfelt little thing. I'm not a big TV anime show guy in general, like movies or anything like that, but I think it's going to be a cool little heartfelt thing. So I'm pretty, I think it's a pretty cool thing. And I, when I watched it, I figured it honestly would be right up your alley. Yeah. Because it'll probably be an easy watch, make you feel good, make you happy, and it's a good way to celebrate uh-huh. the game. Other than that, in terms of card game information, we pretty much hit it all in terms of news. And we expected that because obviously this week is focused on worlds. We have two big conversations. One, what's winning? And again, we'll get into that. And two, what's being revealed? And I think the reveal conversation will be longer. So I want to start with this. So last time we had a Worlds, 
obviously, Karida and Maraida on EXs were revealed. We had COVID, which canceled a lot of events. But I believe the last time we had a Worlds reveal, it was Pokemon V. I don't think V stars got revealed at Worlds because of the COVID situation. So it's been a while since we've had consistent reveals. And we were at a weeklies talking to Rye and another local player there, Michaela. I was talking to them about what they think they will end up seeing this weekend because, you know, the last time we had evolved Pokemon, you know, we went from big basics during like black and white, X and Y to GXs, which evolved. And then we slowly made our way to tag teams. And the big concern would be, all right, well, if we're following that format, you know, we had V's, we had V maxes, we had V stars, so we hit all the prizes there. And now we've gone back to slow things down with EXs, and we had this discussion about what's going to be revealed and what would be healthy for the game to be revealed. Because I think I speak for both of us and probably a lot of us when I say that I I don't I don't think it will be this, but it would be absolutely detrimental if they showed a three prize card. They won't do that. Right. But I mean, and that's the pattern that would follow GXs. And that was the concern. But that's what I was saying, too. They're like, oh, I hope we don't see one. But truthfully, they made a point to slow the game down. They've made a point to make stage twos and try to make stage twos relevant. They're not going to do that. But they're also not just going to give us a two prizer. Because we have EXs. And that was the new reveal. And that encompasses all of it. So the question is, what gets revealed? We have a couple of different options. Uh, then I'm going to ask your opinion before I share mine. So in the past, there have been a couple other mechanics that have been revealed. Some smaller and bigger. Some that didn't have big announcements, but could, depending on how they frame it. We have Radiance. But we had Prisms at one point, which expanded into the trainer world as well. And I think there's a world where that could be a possible thing, where we see maybe not a Radiance, but one-off cards that are not just Pokemon, that may be energies, stadiums, trainers, stuff that we've seen before. That's one option. The second option is something that revolves like a break evolution. You know, Zoric break, Trevenant break. They obviously wouldn't be called that, but we've also had that in the form of level Xs, which are a little different, but are kind of the same thing where you evolve it on top of a pre-existing card. You know, let's say you have a baby Rillaboom, and Rillaboom can evolve into Rillaboom level X. There's another evolution on top of that. Or you have a Torkoal, and Torkoal can evolve into Torkoal level X. And you have these meta-shifting cards that don't impact the speed of the game in a way that players don't want it. So we have that as an option. And then from there, it gets really funky. Because then you have like the legend cards, like Entei and Raikou, or Raikou and Suicune, Lugia, Ho-Oh, Legend, those sideways cards that combine together. And we kind of had that with V-Union. But I, I guess it's possible. And then outside of that, it, it kind of gets a little unclear. And I'll kind of want to know your opinion. What do you think we're going to see and, and what do you want to see? So 
most of the things from the video game uh, kind of already entered the card game, right? The terrestrialization. We have the terrestrialization forms of cards. Which was brought and, up in our conversation. Yeah, it's like it's already yeah, there. So it's already there. So what else, like what else are you gonna add to it? Nothing's gonna shift or change. Um and they're not gonna reveal any mechanic that is will be in the DLC if they do release anything in the world's area or time. Uh but I can see them going the route of making some multi-prize or two-prize of EX with a one-time use ability slash attack. Because that's the most consistent thing we've had the last several years. So like... That's all sets, yeah. So you're saying still an EX, but it has a quote-unquote V-Star power or GX attack. V-Star power, GX, tag team, whatever, yeah. The one-time use move. Do you think it'll be on the Pokemon card or it'll be an enhancement like a trainer? Um, really haven't thought that part ahead enough to really make the decision. Um, but card design wise, I don't know why they would just start printing them out of nowhere on the cards. So like on the actual Pokemon themselves. So I am wondering if they will do something in terms of like a partner type of thing. If said Pokemon's on field you can perform this attack once during the game. Uh, what about... I'm trying to see here. What, well, what do you want to see? Is that what you want to see? Like, what, what would make you the most excited to be revealed? Um, I think specialty one prize, like return especially one prizers. I know we still have Radiance in play. Um, but I do like the, the one-offs for one prizers. How do you feel about level X's and breaks? You know, they didn't they didn't they didn't change prizing. They were still single prizers. I never really was in that era, so it's hard for me to like I have no sentimental attach- attachment to that type of How do how do you feel yeah. about it in in general in terms of like essentially giving these single prizers a power boost that doesn't quite bring them to an EX level but mm-hmm. makes them formidable? I I don't know if, per se if that will probably happen just because we are slowing the format down and creating bigger evolutions, right? And so I don't know if that would be the right move because it would make the ducks pretty clunky. Yeah, it would add another stage of evolution. Yeah, another stage of evolution. So you already have a stage two Pokemon and you're going to need another one. So you need four cards to complete a line. Well, and so I asked Rai about this because played, she played during... Uh level x era Uh and we were like all right what what did it like slow things down like what was it like and she was like honestly it was fine she was games were slower and it was a lot of fun like there weren't level x's like crazy every deck didn't have a level x but she said essentially what happened was like most card mechanics the basics with the level x's were better than the stage twos with level x's because instead of having four cards, you have two. Yeah. And that's, personally, this is what I want. I want level X's. And I think we're already bringing back cards and mechanics from that era of cards. Just like, I think these EX's really resemble the old school EX's. And level X were, were next in line. 
So I I kind of I kind of want to see that. I really do. I don't know what they're going to look like in terms of abilities, mechanics, whatever. But the nice part is you and I can kind of combine these ideas because those level Xers could have the one-off attack. You know, where it is a... If you get that... I'll go back to Torkoal because it's a, the first basic that came to mind. If Torkoal level X has a one-off move. You know, maybe maybe that's how single prizers get balanced because no matter how we view things, no matter how much we like EXs, single prizers are still not balanced effectively. They're either terrible support or really really overwhelmingly strong and break brings another level to it that i i personally really like so that's what i want to see but there is one more wrinkle here how would you feel this is just generally speaking how would you feel if there was no new mechanic revealed but instead the reveal was official glc support That'd be great. Like, like, what if the reveal was two pre-constructed GLC decks? Um, th- that would be fine. I'd just rather have GLC staples. Well, I mean, but that's what they would be, essentially. Because like, that's how Commander does it, right? You have Commander decks, and that's how you kind of get things rolling. You know, you have pre-constructed types with pre-constructed Pokemon in them. And cards that are printed from those and only available from those decks. That yeah. that's kind. Of, go ahead. Yeah, I think that would be fine. Like, uh, good GLC support would be appreciated, but I, I have a hard time feeling that that's what Pokemon would be make huge official announcement about for the card I, game. I agree. I'm not saying it would happen, but I want to know your opinion on it because we're in this weird spot where like. I feel like we know where the game should go. It's going to be something single prize focused, or it should be. And if that doesn't happen, I think this is the only other announcement that could pump people up. I think this is the only one that could happen. Like basically reveal it as this is a new official game mode. You can hold official Pokemon events in GLC. You know, you can you can win championship points. You can like making it an actual thing. I think that would be the only non-new card related thing that I'd be excited about. Yeah. So the two things I want, I think it'll be a level X variant. And if it's not, I think it'd be sweet to see something like a GLC announcement, which again is super far-fetched. I don't think that's gonna happen. But I think it would be pretty cool. And it would it would it would give the community a feeling like they're listening. I think it would more that would be the leave. You wouldn't be leaving like pumped, you'd be leaving going like, all right, like they know what's going on, they know how popular this is. I, I think it'd be pretty cool. Um so we'll see. Any other comments on what you're like wanting to see or hoping to see in terms of reveals? Um if they do reveal, I I do want the more if I put the One Piece stuff and talk to other people about it, I really feel like that we need an application software for tournament system stuff for your phone rather than just using Ar- like Ar- that Arcane, Line- Arcane-, Arcane Labs comes with an application that's easier to do that stuff with instead just, of a website. Yeah, functionality. Yeah. Right, I, think that'd be, I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd be huge. So yeah, I, the other thing we were joking about is I was like, what if they just came out and just like broke the game? 
like in a good way and said prize cards are reversed have fun great awesome how, how crazy would that be it'd be better i know well i think it's just as as multi-card playing people i think a lot of those people agree that the prize cards should be Essentially, Pokemon should not reward you for going ahead. It should give the other player a natural chance to come back and not steamroll. And the way you do that is reverse the way that prize cards are used. Instead of taking them by winning, you either take them by losing or you put them down from your deck and you have your whole deck available from the start. That is the most crazy idea to get revealed, but that would be that would be huge. Well, the things that would happen is that you'd feel less bad about something getting knocked out. And I think a lot more prize-seeking cards will be played. Well, and again, you wouldn't have to worry about getting something prized. It's there at the start of the game. You might lose it later on, but like, there, there's no running extras in a in a in a deck list because you're worried about prizing something. And now deck lists open up a little bit more. You know, maybe you ran a two of this because you really only need one, but you can't risk losing out on it via prizes. And we could go into this forever, but that that's not going to happen. We were like, yeah, that'd be the craziest thing is if they did that. But I, I am expecting a level X type of thing, and we'll just kind of have to see from there. But I'm always excited to see that. So now we move into what we think is actually going to win or what we think is going to be prevalent. And I'm going to do this in the form of an over-under, where I'm going to give you a number, Joe. I'm going to give you a deck, and I'm going to give you a number. And you're going to tell me over-under, you think it's going to show up in top eight. And that was poorly worded. So basically, like, if I say, like, I'll pick a deck that's not going to be in the top eight, like, Kiram VMAX. And I say, Kiram VMAX, over-under two. Joe is going to answer whether he thinks there will be more than two or less than two in top eight. We were talking about Justin Masters. Does that make sense for you, Joe? Yeah. All right. I thought this was fair because we could do our top three and whatever, but that's meh. That's not as fun. So the first deck on the list. First deck on the list, I will go from... We'll do the top 10. Top 10 decks that we could expect. Let's go with Chain Pow. Chain Pow currently has... Made it, it made itself at least a relevant deck that we know we're going to see at Worlds. Doesn't mean the big number is going to be big that we're going to see it. In top eight, over or under one, Chi and Pao. Uh, or how about this? One and a half. I'll give you there, over or under one. There and you a half. go. Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out how to, to work with X was a push. I, over or under one and a half, under. So you think there's going to be one if... Do you think there's going to be any in the top eight? One if any. I agree. It's a card that, just like Maraidon, has a very focused goal in mind. And I feel like it might even be a little clunkier than Maraidon. So we'll I, have to see. I, I think people know how to handle with it. Handle it, so... Yeah, I don't think it had to exist very long in the matter for people to understand what's going on. What's going on, or I just I don't know the exact text that we're going against it. I remember that often, but it's no different than on the other tech you're going to throw in for other decks. To be honest, like Path to Peak or something. Yeah, that's fair. <coughs> How about we'll go to Maridon? Same thing, Maridon. One and a half over or under. Under. I think it's going to be zero, just because Shane Pow replaced it. So quick conversation, but 
Yep. Lugia. Over under two and a half. Under. Explain your thoughts. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Luke has fallen out of favor <clears throat> quite a bit, and there's plenty of techs out there to go against the Lugia. So I really don't think it's as strong as it used to be. No, I, no, nothing has come out to make it better or worse, and I think NEAC proved that. I think a lot of the two comes out of Lugia is it was the best deck and players play the best deck. And I think currently the best deck in the format overall is probably Gardevoir. Mm-hmm. So you also lose a chunk of people there too. If I were to go over under, I would go over, I would go under as well. I am expecting to see one in top eight, um, but one would be my number. Next up we have Mew and this can be either fusion or the turbo mule. We'll just group them together. Over, under, one and a half. Uh, I'm going to go over. I have the same feeling as you, but I want to hear your reasoning. It's been consistent. It's been always topping eight, a lot of things. It's it's always been around. It hasn't gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better. There's no, no cards in the format that really hinder it. And it plays its own path to the peak to hit like stop other things. So it, it's got an it's got an answer for a lot of things. I think these are the scariest type of deck lists going into a thing like worlds. A list that hasn't been it's like 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 when Pikaram snuck back and won a few events where it's like all right, Mew is one of the strongest decks. People have kind of been playing it. It's always been around. You always will see it, but the meta has it shifted against it. It's it's uh, it's McDonald's French fries. <clears throat> it it's is consistent. French fries. It's consistent. It's good. It'll always be there. You know what to expect from it, and it just it's just trusty. It's well, could it win? I don't know. Maybe not. But it's it's definitely something you can really enjoy. <clears throat> I don't think it's too mentally intensive to play in a Worlds format. So, I I really think that it would be the over because of those reasons. I uh, Yeah, I, Worlds... Worlds being so stressful, being a deck that's easy to pilot to, yeah. Well, Mew, Mew, Mew could be there. We'll stick with one Arceus variant. I'll give you... <laughs> Maybe no, I can group Arceus together. I think at this point, I feel like I can because there, although there are different variants, it's kind of been streamlined at this point to maybe a couple. Arceus V Star just being the focal point of a list over under two and a half. This could be Arceus Duraludon, this could be Arceus Flying Pika, this could be any Arceus variant. Over. I struggle with this one. I I said under, but like two is my expectation. I'm expecting multiple Arceus in the in the top eight. Are you just doing it just because of the coverage of different decks you could see? Not only that, I'm I'm just taking NAC as a sample size. And uh let's see, I think if I'm not mistaken, the juniors was Mu V Max. I think. I believe so. The senior uh, was Arceus. Senior was Arceus versus um, 
Lost Box, and that's just you know Lost Box versus RCS. RCS wins that one most of the time, and Lost Box will be showing up, so it's definitely a, a good call. And then, well, Masters is a different story, but still, um, there's a lot of things that RCS does in terms of deck combinations and the ones that are being currently played that handle the meta pretty decently. All right. So yeah, I think, I think RCS kind of similar to the Mew fact. It's been there. It's good. It's consistent. And, and it could strike back in a way where people aren't ready for it because they're prepping for what's in front of them. So let's talk about one of those decks. We have two decks that have been in front of us for a while now at the top of the meta. And the first one is Guardi. Guardi being the viewed best deck in the format going in, most popular. Let's just treat it like it. Over, under, two and a half. Um, two, four, over, two and a half. See, I'm going under. I... Guardi, Guardi having a reversal and more time to practice reversal does make it even scarier. Maybe I'm just disrespecting it, but I feel like people are preparing for it. Yeah? Um, similar to the RCS argument, you do have a lot of things at your disposal. You do. You do. And you have big hand sizes that make you keep it that way. I know there's like Iono and things like that and Roxanne, but it, it quickly builds up back up again without any issues. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I mean, obviously it's the hot topic going into worlds and people heavily... It's one of those moments where if people are going to heavily counter against it, maybe it just doesn't show up in the numbers people thought. And that brings us into Lost Zone. Where are we expecting Lost Zone? If I gave you an over or under... I'm going to say one and a half on the lower end. Over, under, one and a half loss zones and make it to top eight. I hope I'm wrong, but under. I think it's under as well. I mean, we can't say over for everything because at this point, you know, it looks like yeah. we're expecting a top eight where Mew is prevalent, Arceus is prevalent, and that takes like top four. You said Guardi over, I said Guardi under, so let's say. So for that, Mew had seven or eight cards. That's one last slot left is for Lost Box. Yeah, so maybe that's like a Lost Box, a. Lugia, that's for like the rogue thing. And it's cra- Lost Box isn't rogue. I just with the with the headache it takes to play, with the way that other decks can just counter it now. Sableye is still really strong. Turbo with Dragonite V is still really strong. I the only way I see a lost zone making it is if it has something super aggressive in it, like, or, or it does something like Kasui and Gudra, like something we just haven't been used to in a while. So that throws a curveball. I'm not expecting a great showing from Lost Box at Worlds. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I said, so I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I am expecting my top eight. I, I, my guess is there's going to be two Muse, two Arceus, so that's four. I think we will see one Guardi. I could see four Guardi, but I'm going to say one. That's five slots. I think we will see a Lost Box variant. That's six slots. And then the last two, truthfully, 
those are like for the decks that have been running hot for the whole day. So if you told me that that the top eight was filled with a Chiampao or a Darkrai, or maybe we get another showing of Inteleon VMAX, right? We're so far on the show, we haven't given it the respect it deserves. Do you think Inteleon Rapid Strike could make it to the top eight? Um, like, was it a one hit wonder or is it is it I, a threat? I think it might be a one hit wonder. I, that's what my gut says too. But if you told me the top eight ended with a Chiampao and a Rapid Strike Inteleon, like, I'm not a huge Chiampao fan, but I'd be content with that. I'd be intrigued because I wouldn't expect it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have to see. So we did that. We kind of went through our big ones. What do we think about, like, Ting Lu? Is Ting Lu going to make an impression? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think if it does, I don't know how I'll feel about it, but we'll see. Uh, meows are not ready for it yet, I don't think. So I guess we'll end with this last question. Joe, what is winning Pokemon Worlds this weekend? Um, What's taking the whole cake? I don't know why I'm saying this. I'm just going based on gut reaction. I think I'm going to go Arceus variant. (laughs) Any specific one in mind? Um, probably like the Shemansky one where it's like the, uh, the, the Duraludon Alolan Vulpix thing. That'd be a good touch. Yeah. With said new spicy tech of some sort. Hmm. Cause it, it is world. Something will happen with spicy tech of some sort. I think that I, my gut, and I've been saying this for like a month now. So I got to stick with my gut. And again, same thing. It's a gut feeling. I think Mewtwo Fusion. I think Mewtwo. I think Mew Fusion Strike is going to win. I think we're going to walk into a place where it's a consistent Titan. It's always been there. And it doesn't care about anybody but itself. It never has. It never will. And I am expecting it to show up like that. I'm expecting Mew to win Worlds, have a couple in top eight, and have, have a really really strong swan song for its last worlds. So you guessed Arceus. I guessed Mew. Nothing too crazy. A year ago, we'd be banging our heads against the wall if that was the winner. Oh, no, I'm still banging my head if that's against the winner. That's fair. I don't think we'll see any new craziness, um, but I am... My last comment on worlds is that I just love watching it regardless of the matchups because we get to see the highest players play at the highest level. And I think that's that's a really important thing as a card game player is to watch these people do what they do and show why they show why they got their invite. So I just am super, super excited to watch all of that uh, and to watch Unite and the video game and all that stuff. So any last comments for you for Worlds? Well, everybody have a good time and get excited. Are you going to be watching it with me this weekend? I think so. Sweet. So we'll be bunkered in this weekend watching a ton of worlds, as I'm sure you will as well. That will end the show for us. If you haven't made your fantasy team selections, again, go do that. You can find links, Twitter, Poke Beach, Poke Guardian, anywhere I'm sure you can find links to their site to get that started. Enjoy Worlds Weekend. Soak it all in. And then hopefully, when we see you next week, we'll be talking about the new mechanic revealed 
and what our thoughts and speculations are about that. So thank you so much for supporting us. Enjoy world. It's been an amazing competitive season and we will see you next time.